for great-looking T-shirts, hoodies, and sweatshirts. The TNT Shop is now open at tntradio.live. Steve Malsberg on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. And welcome aboard, everyone. A new week, for me, anyway, here uh, at five minutes past the hour of 9 p.m. on Monday here on the East Coast of the United States. You know what day and time it is wherever you are partaking of the Steve Malsberg Show. Big day here in the United States, baby. Big day. The Senate released the the bill, the entire compromise bipartisan wonder bill that's going to solve the crisis at the border. The only problem is it makes things worse. And it's a joke and it's a scam and it's a sham. And it's a non-starter in the House, thank God. They're not even going to bring it up for a vote. Because it is a scam and a sham and whatever the heck else I said. I don't remember anymore. It was so long ago. Um, And let me just just tell you from the bill. The Border Emergency Authority may be exercised if the seven-day average number of cumulative encounters of inadmissible aliens is between four and 5,000 per day and must be exercised if the seven-day average is above 5,000 per day. Exercise of the authority is also required if the number of encounters on a single day exceeds 8,500. So they're going to let, if it's just short of about four or 5,000 a day, no problem. Keep coming in. Keep coming in. Oh, but we're hiring more border agents to facilitate. We're hiring more more court officers and then judges to facilitate. We're making it easier for them to claim asylum. We're making everything easier for the illegal. Those who are here, the second they come in, by the way, as long as they give the right answers, oh, yeah, can't go back, uh, blah, blah, blah. Here's a work permit. It's insane. And the spin just like the spin is bullcrap on abortion, the spin is bullcrap on trans, on race, on every issue that the left and the media team up on, and the Republicans never know how to fight back, this is going to be the same thing. Oh, this is a bipartisan bill, and it would be law if only Donald Trump hadn't told the right and the Republicans to throw it out. Because I want to run on immigration. I don't want a settlement. I don't want a bill that settles things. This bill settles crap. It makes it worse. Worse. Again, it reminds me of Seinfeld. When they're pitching NBC for their show. And George and Jerry. Uh, George is saying, Ted Danson probably gets uh, um, you know, a million dollars an episode. And, and Jerry says, you're not Ted Danson. And George says, I'm better. He says, you're worse. <laughs> And it's true, this bill is worse than the status quo. This bill is worse than the status quo. And here's what um, Chris Murphy, the Democrat from Connecticut, who helped work on this bill, tweeted out and said, okay, this bill, trying to reassure the left, it can only be used for a limited number of days per year. It sunsets in three years. Emergency cases that show up in between the ports still need to be accepted. The ports must process a minimum of 1,400 claims a day. So 1,400 claims a day are in this country, 1,400 people a day. Okay, what is that? 30, about uh, 45,000 a month? And that's just if it's 1,400, but that's guaranteed. That's guaranteed. 
And all these things I said, 8,000 and, you know, an average of 5,000, that's not in between. That's not um, in between the ports. If you're in between the ports and you come in through a hole in the fence somewhere or whatever, you're in. You're in. Wait a minute. There's more. No, well, that there is more from him. He actually says in a tweet, the border is never closed. Let me repeat that. The border is never closed. Now, not only does Joe Biden have the right to undo the executive orders that he issued right when he took office in 2021, okay, which overturned Trump's remain in Mexico, right? Remember remain in Mexico? Um, And also a catch and release. Trump ended catch and release and instituted remain in Mexico. Biden, first day, ended them. He could go back and put that them back in effect. He could put remain in Mexico back in effect, and he could do away with catch and release. But he won't. Because they lie, and they say, oh, we need the Congress to act. No, you acted already. Now undo what you did, which led to this disaster. And, and... As shown on uh, Fox earlier, Title VIII, presidential authorization. This is what Biden has, or any president, has the right to do. Whenever the president finds that the entry of any aliens into the United States would be detrimental to the interests of the United States, he may, by proclamation and for such period as he shall deem necessary, suspend the entry of all aliens or impose on the entry of all aliens any restrictions he may deem to be appropriate. He has that authority now. He could say, no more. Nope, nope, nope. So the bull crap has started. It started before the media even knew what was in the bill, right? They, well, we just found out yesterday night, last night, the bill was released. No one knew exactly what was in it, but it was a savior. It was a bipartisan miracle. It was the best thing to happen in 40 years. How dare the Republicans not get on board with this, all the Republicans? How dare the House say it's dead on arrival? And it's all Trump's fault. That's the narrative. That's the narrative going forward. They knew the House would never go for this crap. And maybe enough uh, uh, Republican senators in the Senate won't go for it. They need 60 votes to move forward on this in the Senate. They might, they'll probably get it, but they may not. This is how the Democrats and the media will run. There was a bipartisan bill, and the Republicans and Donald Trump said, no, no, I want to run on this. Don't solve the problem. This doesn't solve the problem. It makes the problem permanent. It puts it in stone, and it makes it worse. And the Republicans better had better be able to verbalize that, run and answer that, and tell them exactly why it makes it worse. Now, let's go to a related immigration matter. You know, for the past few days last week, I mean, for the past few days last week, towards the end of the week, we talked a lot about the uh, two police officers in New York City who were beaten by a gang of illegal thugs. Four of them were arrested, released, They're believed to be, took a bus to California near near the Mexican border, which was allowed. 
because they didn't they, they only had to show up 30 days later after they were released back in New York. Now, we knew they weren't going to come. But now I believe they want to bring them back because they're recharging them with other things. Blah, blah, blah. Good luck finding them. But there are other people that they're, they're looking for as well. But this 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 uh, pol- police being beat up that we saw in video, that's nothing. That's this much of the problem in New York City. Because in New York City, the thugs know that they could do whatever they want and they get released. They go to Florida and spend money that they rob, use credit cards that they've stolen, whatever. Because they know, uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. They don't go, they, they, they commit the crime here. Then they go down there and spend the money on whatever they had because they know if they commit the crime there, they're going to get thrown in jail. I want you to listen. This was CNN, um, their morning show, which has now been canceled. And we're going to go in depth on that on Thursday. Their morning show is canceled. They got rid of people. And they're going to put Jim Acosta, that arrogant, smug, ugh, former White House correspondent who was doing weekends, is doing weekends. Um, they're going to put him on 10 a.m. to like noon every day, Monday through Friday. They think that's going to – oh, anyway. But on the morning show last week, Friday, I believe, John Miller. John Miller works for CNN now. He's in, a legal analyst, law analyst. He was a deputy commissioner in NYPD. He was a reporter for years on Channel 5 in New York. Then he became a deputy commissioner at the uh, NYPD, and now he's at CNN. And listen to what he found and the people he knows found with their research. Here is cut number 30. There is this one percenter, you know, criminal element that looks at a different opportunity here. These individuals, I went over their rap sheets yesterday, multiple charges, grand larceny, robbery, attempted robbery, grand larceny, grand larceny. Uh, This particular crew operated on mopeds and scooters. They were doing organized retail theft. They were doing snatches on the street, iPhones, iPads, clothing, so on and so forth. Um, One of them that they are still seeking has 10 charges on one day because he's part of a pattern that's been going on. And... I'm looking at the dates that their arrest started, which is probably close to when they got here. They've only been here a couple of months. So what the detectives are telling me is they have crews here that operate in New York, do all their stealing, then go to Florida to spend the money and then come back. And I'm like, well, why don't they just stay and steal in Florida? And they said, because there you go to jail. Oh, keep us posted on this. Oh, did you hear? I'm sorry. Did you hear the did you hear the CNN anchors? Oh, and they looked at each other. Oh, oh, <laughs> because here they don't go to jail. They walk the streets there. They go 10 charges in one day. For one of them, folks, we are we've been invaded. We've been invaded and it's continuing as we speak, as we sit here, as I speak to you, it's it's really it's really something. Okay, now um, what I want to do is I want to go to um, Michael Rappaport. Michael Rappaport is a liberal wacko, in my opinion, wacko liberal actor who's 
become a political, wacko, left-wing, liberal ranter on social media. But listen to what he says about what happens in New York to those cops and the aftermath. Here is cut 34. This is why when I say voting for pig Donald Trump is on the table, voting for pig Donald Trump is on the table. The other day in New York City, six illegal aliens jumped a New York City cop, NYPD's finest. They jumped a New York City cop in Times Square and were arrested and released without bail. I know it's a city thing. I know it's a state thing. I know all that. I know all that. I know all that. Okay? Stay with me. Released without bail. Came out of the courtroom on some Tupac raising the middle finger with the Detroit Red Wings jersey. Let me tell you something. What the fuck is the world coming to? If you could be from another country, beat up a cop in New York City and walk out with no bail, what the fuck is the world coming to? What the fuck is the world coming to? The world is coming to what your leftist buddies, your leftist gang, your leftist friends want it to come to. This is what they want. Chaos. Chaos. Chaos when it comes to the, 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 the family unit. Chaos when it comes to crime in the streets. Let people run wild. Let them sleep in the streets. Bring them in. Let the, let the illegals come in. Let them roam wild. We'll give them money. We'll give them health care. We'll give them shelter. Let them take over. That's what the left wants. That's what the left wants. It's your political persuasion that's doing this. That's why he said he knows it to an extent. To a degree, because that's why he's saying voting for Donald Trump is on the table. You know what poison it is for him to say that? You know how he's aching? You know how he wants to vomit <laughs> while he says that? But look how ticked off he is. Here's cut 35. I know Mayor Adams, you're from Brownsville, Brooklyn. I know this <laughs> Like, what the f have I gotten myself into? Stay with me. On the same day that that happens, cadaver Joe Biden issues an executive order about four quote-unquote settlers in Judea, Samaria, a.k.a. the West Bank, some troublemakers, three of the four have already been arrested. You issue an executive order about four troublemaking f***-ups who've already been arrested in Judea, Samaria, while there's a war going on, while there's 100 plus hostages still being held in Gaza, you're talking about that, but you got nothing to say about beating up cops in New York City, the greatest city on earth? No, he doesn't have anything to say about it. If you ask him, if he could understand the question, and if he would take the question, and if he could talk in a coherent sentence, he would say, Give me the power. Let Congress, Congress has to act. When, of course, I read you the power he already has. Executive order and, and, and what I read to you uh, from um, um, uh, the, the Title VIII presidential authorization, that he could just do what he wants when it comes to this, like he did with student loans. And then the Supreme Court said, you can't do that. You can't forgive student loans. And what'd he do? 
He forgave more student loans. You don't like it, Supreme Court? Do something about it, is basically what he said. But on immigration, the man who already overturned everything his predecessor had in place to keep the border safe with the pen, now all of a sudden, I, I need the Congress to give me the power. Who are you fooling? Now, the media, like I said, will go along with this. They are going along with this. They'll continue to go along with this and, and just perpetuate this myth, this narrative, which is false. It's phony. But that's how it works. He is so underwater on the issue of immigration. He's behind by like 40 points on who's, be who's better equipped to handle immig the immigration problem. I mean, the polls came out. He's underwater and everything. But immigration especially. So what do they got to do? Create this phony narrative. Now, here's one more from uh, Michael Rappaport, 36. Maybe my city is not the greatest city on earth anymore. If you could beat up cops, if you could beat up cops in the quote unquote greatest city in the world and be released without bail, are we the greatest city on earth? Cadaver Joe Biden, we see you. We <laughs> see you. Don't worry about those in Israel. BB got them. Israel will take care of them. Worry about cops getting beat up in Times Square and walking out uh, uh, with no bail like the Tupac Shakur. Worry about that shit. This is why voting for pig Donald Trump is still on the table. That's why voting for what piece of blank Donald Trump is still on the table. I love that he calls him cadaver Biden. <laughs> but look. This is a New Yorker who's angry. Now, I want to play you this. Um, I'm sure there's no connection, but Michael Rappaport, for those of you who know these things like I do, played a New York City cop on Friends and dated Phoebe. That's right. Here's a little sample of uh, that one. Here's cut 37. Excuse me, is this your car? Yeah. Well, I don't think it's very nice of you to park here. You know, you're blocking the entrance. Don't worry about it, it's not a problem. Well, it's a problem for me, which means it's a problem for you, because I'm a cop. <laughs> so am I. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, okay, so you're a cop, which means you can park anywhere. Because you know, I know that, because I'm a cop too. So, all right. Keep up the good work. 10-4. Hey, wait a second. So, wait, what precinct are you with? I'm, I'm with the, um, the 57th. Oh, I know a guy in homicide up there. I'm in vice. Yeah. I'm, in fact, I'm undercover right now. I'm a whore. <laughs> <laughs> and it turns out he had lost his badge, and that's the badge she found. <laughs> and she goes around saying, I'm a cop. Anyway, they started dating, blah, 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 blah. I just, it just hit me again. At this time, it didn't come back to Seinfeld. It came back to Friends. Whatever you, what are you going to do? Jessica Tarlov from The Five on Fox News, who's now this big left-wing celebrity. You know, she's the token uh, liberal on The Five panel, the most watched uh, TV show on cable news. She was on Bill Maher the other day. Uh, they fly her out to Los Angeles to be on with Bill Maher. I discovered her. Oh, did I mention I discovered her? She used to be on uh, my show on Newsmax TV all the time when she was just Jessica Tarlow. 
You know who? Okay. Uh, Democratic strategist. Okay. Anyway, um, so here she is, and they're talking about the cops that were beat up in, in Times Square. And here is cut 38. Okay, so this is cut. Right. Now, this is real. That's what's going to happen with this election, is it's only in eight states. Most of the country has their mind made up. No matter what either guy did, it wouldn't change. It's going to be something like this that whatever, the 4% of people who actually are undecided in those eight states are going to see something like this. This is what I worry about. And is this even real? I mean, this one is. But we have, please, we have Biden making robocalls that are not Joe Biden. We have Taylor Swift having sex with people who are not Taylor Swift. I don't think anything in this election can be certified as real. But that's what what worries me about this election, something like that. And and that's an immigration issue. Okay, well, I, I guess the cop thing was an immigration issue. The nothing being real, the Joe Biden robocalls, the Taylor Swift sex videos, that's it. That's AI. That's that's an AI issue. But nonetheless, now here comes Jessica Tarlov, cut number 39. The reason that I don't think that the election hinges on these issues is, A, we have time and Democrats better start fixing it. Get tough about these things. Say, if you touch a cop, you're deported tomorrow. That's how it works here. Uh, but are they going to say that? Uh, well, Kathy Hochul, yeah. her challenger, Lee Zeldin, got much closer than he should have. What, mm. he lost by four or five points in, in blue New York because she ignored the crime issue and just wanted to talk about abortion. So I think people are going to pay attention to it. And there's a, this misconception amongst conservatives, at least, that I come across, where they think that suddenly we're going to wake up and because a rec center was given to migrant families instead of the kids who deserve to be there, and we believe that, but that we're going to be Republicans, that we're going to ignore our moral compasses and all the policies that you've listed off. We're going to say, you know what, oh, Donald Trump's not that bad. I don't know one voter who has changed their mind from 2020 who's going to wake up in 2024 on Election Day and be like, you know what, actually the last four years have proven to me that Donald Trump is the right man. If I could. (laughs) Really? Really? Well, the polls show that Trump has gained black voters. Trump has gained Latina voters, uh, Latino voters. Um, and Trump has, is leading in the latest NBC poll by, what is it, five points? And they call it, that's the margin of error. Okay, but five points, look, I know it doesn't mean anything, but five points isn't one point. It's not two points. It's not even three. It's five. So if that's the margin of error, it would have to be the, the whole margin there to make it a, 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 an even race. My point is, um, she doesn't know anybody. I mean, we just played uh, Rappaport, right? Voting for Trump is on the table. A radical leftist who hates Trump, who saw what happened to these cops. And don't give me Kathy Hogel, the, 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 uh, Hogel, the, the governor of New York. Oh, yeah, she, oh, she, uh, you know, oh, she's saying it now. They should, she's been governor of the state. The state passed these laws, these no bail laws. I haven't seen her protesting those laws. Even when this video first came out, she didn't immediately say, oh, they should be in jail. She hemmed and hawed. And then when it picked up steam, then she said, oh, they, you, beat her, you should be deported. Oh, that's so brave of her. What a woman. Give me a break. These are all Democrats. This is happening in every city, every Democrat city. Democrat, Democrat, Democrat. I'll tell you, crime is down. Like I said the other day, crime may be down 
by two points, two percent from last year over the year. But from 2020 to now, crime is through the roof after the George Floyd riots until now. So don't give me crime is down. It's like inflation is down. Yeah, it's down from what it was earlier, but it's way up. The prices are way up. Folks, you see what's going on here. And they're going to try to talk their way out of it just like this. Um, Hopefully, Republicans won't let them. Hopefully, Republicans won't let them. All right, folks, uh, let me me, uh, inform you that last December, Julian Assange's two-day public hearing was announced for February 20th and February 21st at the UK High Court to determine whether uh, Assange will have permission to appeal or whether he will be extradited to the United States. Now, TNT, listen to this, will be at the Royal Courts of Justice broadcasting and covering for the entire two days if required to do so. Then TNT will broadcast from various locations throughout London, lighting the fuse for freedom. Today's news talk, TNT. Very exciting stuff. All right, I'm Steve Malsberg. Keep it here. We're coming back right here on TNT. TNT's Timothy Shea. The race is essentially now Vivek Ramaswamy and Nikki Haley. Ron disappoints us. We'll be pulling his hat from the ring next. And the issue, as always, is why is the Nikki taking so much of the left's money? Well, maybe this will give you a little insight. She credits Hillary Clinton with inspiring her to enter politics, having attended a women's leadership summit at which Hillary spoke. And Nikki said, and I quote, I then had to decide whether I was a Republican or Democrat. See, Nikki has no core beliefs other than doing whatever her globalist masters, paymasters, want her to say. The Reckoning with Timothy Shea on today's News Talk TNT. Sometimes a car comes along that changes everything with innovations never thought possible and features that make you wonder, how did people survive without this? This is that time and this is that car. This is the world's first VWB. Equipped with transparent doors to eliminate reasonable suspicion, whatever that means. A 10 and 2 steering wheel that keeps hands visible at all times. We remove the glove box so there's no confusion about what the driver is reaching for. With a touch of a button, the ultrasonic biometric scanner displays the license and registration of the driver to ensure contactless exchange of information. With no trunk, nothing can be concealed, so therefore, there is nothing to search and seize. To ensure you will never be mistaken for breaking the speed limit, we've installed limited edition airless tires, and we remove the engine because, honestly, why risk it? DWB, the first vehicle of its kind, where the safety feature is the car itself.
about to have to hear today's news talk and the voice of freedom. That's what this country is all about. TNT Radio. All right, folks, welcome back. Steve Malsberg. And I'm so happy to say that once again, we are joined on the show by the one, the only Lynn Shaw, founder and executive director of Lynn's Warriors. Lynn, how are you, my friend? Steve, I am doing so well. First, I want to say thank you to you and the Steve Malsberg Show and also today's News Talk, TNT Radio, for always wanting to cover this most important issue of child safety, predation, of the utmost importance right now in 2024, not only where we are in the United States, but around the globe. Yeah, and you know, this uh, this bill, by the way, that I've been talking about, this uh, that was revealed last night uh, on immigration, it uh, makes exemptions. Uh, uh, children, none of these things apply. Children will be allowed in for the first time. Children will be able to get their own lawyers. And, and what they're saying it'll do, the, the, those who are against the bill, is it'll just uh, give the cartels, it'll increase business. It basically legalizes what they're, what they're doing, legitimizes what they're doing. And they could just round up the kids, you know, and abuse the kids or whatever and dump the kids here alone. And they don't count and they get in and it's just a, uh, it's a terrible revolving door situation, but I, I, I want you to I want you to hear uh, really what was uh, fascinating to me uh, and to many people last week at the uh, the hearings in the Senate. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg was one of those who was in attendance. Other social media platform uh, big shots were there as well, and um, uh, Josh uh, Hawley, the um, the senator, um, confronted Zuckerberg on uh, on a bunch of issues. And wound up saying, "Hey, do you know who's in this audience? You got you got p- p- parents of people of kids who have disappeared or 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 are are gone, you know, dead or whatever because of of what what happened uh, when they went on uh, your platforms. So I want you to listen to uh, to three eighty nine. They're here. You're on national television. Would you like now to apologize to the victims who have been harmed by your product? Show them the pictures. Would you like to apologize for what you've done to these good people?" And this is why we invested so much and are going to continue doing industry big efforts to uh, to make sure that no one has to go through the types of things that your families have had to suffer. Okay, so that this is why we invested so much to make sure your, your other families don't have to go through what you've been suffering. I, I know because we talked after this, you, you were less than impressed. Less, 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 Steve, than impressed. First of all, you know, we can't just pick on Mark Zuckerberg. It does so happen that the most uh, child sexual abuse material does fall onto the Facebook platform, Instagram, and WhatsApp. It's all under that meta umbrella. But we also had TikTok there. We also had X, Twitter, Discord there also, and Snap, Snapchat. As I watched that, my heart was breaking for those families holding up pictures of uh, dead children or harmed children. At the same time, we were holding a rally. The Warriors was part of a rally on Capitol Hill with other parents and other family members, which the media really did not show at all. But Steve, I sat there to hear them lying. It was basically lying. They took an oath, you know, Congress, Mark Zuckerberg, they are doing their job. Let me play devil's advocate for a minute. They are a billboard. Let's break it down. They are 
protected by Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act. They don't have to parent, patrol, take down material. It's really not their job. You know who is lacking here and not doing their job? Congress. Congress, Congress can pick on everybody. Josh Hawley, uh, Marsha Blackburn, we work with them all. We respect them. But until there is legislation, until we have protection of children and figure out how to do that without shutting down people's privacy, Congress themselves, the 118th Congress is failing miserably. It goes for Democrats and Republicans. This is a bipartisan issue. It belongs to no political party. So Congress better step up because they, they can call out all these big tech platforms. But you know what? We've been down this road before and Congress is not doing their job. Well, yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, you know, we, you and I have had this discussion for now for years and, and all the work you've done for years. And it all, in this case, in this case, it does come down to Congress as opposed to what I was talking about before you got here. And that's how to put, uh, you know, the, the, the limit on immigration fixed with a problem. He could just the president has the authority to do undo what he did which was undo what Trump did. Um, and uh, and also uh, he has other authority, uh, but it, it, here it has to be the Congress to rein in the, the, the social media. Uh, I, want, I want you also just to hear uh, Lindsey Graham, Let's uh, and for the folks who might've missed it, here's cut 390. Gavin son got online with Instagram and was tricked by a group in Nigeria that put up a young lady posing to be his girlfriend. And as things go at that stage in life, he gave her some photos, uh, compromising sexual photos. And it turned out that she was part of a, a extortion group in Nigeria. They threatened the young man that if you don't give us money, we're gonna expose these photos. He gave them money, but it wasn't enough. They kept threatening and he killed himself. They threatened Mr. Guffey and a son. These are bastards by any known definition. Uh, Mr. Zuckerberg, you and the companies before us, I know you don't mean it to be so, but you have blood on your hands. You have a product. You have a product that's killing people. Agree with that? I absolutely agree with that assessment. However, let's dig a little bit deeper, Steve. We have a youth mental health crisis in this country like nobody has ever seen before. Why are children killing themselves, okay? Let's go back to that. Why? Why can't we have this open and honest communication if you exchange a nude image, a sexual dialogue? Nobody likes that. We don't want to talk about this stuff. We have to. This is a new world we live in, a new environment. It's called the Internet. So why would a child kill themselves instead of going to that parent or guardian and saying, look, I exchanged this. Now I'm being threatened. What are we going to do? That is the part we have to talk about, this youth mental health crisis. Why are kids killing themselves? The FBI just put out another alert about two weeks ago, sextortion. It's called sextortion. It is now the new Nigerian prince, if you remember that, Steve. Uh, everybody was getting, you know, I have $10 million. I'm a Nigerian prince. Let me deposit it yep, in your bank yep, account. Yep, sextortion yep. has become the new, in Nigeria, this is the new scam affecting American teen boys in particular, 14 to 17. They are killing themselves. The media is not covering this enough because they are too embarrassed to go to their parents or their family members and say, hey, I made, I made a mistake. 
They're killing themselves in their bedrooms. I think we have to really open this up and talk more about this youth mental health and inoculate the kids and say, no, 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 go ahead. You want to show my picture? Go ahead. Kind of have this tough attitude and really, really build that basis for them to come to us and talk about it. And that's what's lacking right now. Right. Well, that takes, you know, per, per parents and uh, a whole education for the parents uh, to then give to the children. And it's a whole process. We're talking to, to Lynn Shaw um, and you could check out lynnswarriors.org. Lynn, I know um, that you have um, a particular concern with some of the things Apple is doing and why nobody's really talking about it. I know they are uh, uh, sponsoring the halftime show at the Super Bowl coming up uh, on, on Sunday. And um, talk about child sexual abuse material that is stored on iCloud and the effort that you're undertaking uh, and others uh, to try to get that, uh, that child sexual abuse material removed from iCloud. You know, Steve, you know who was missing last week from that congressional hearing? Apple. Apple, yeah. Apple, think about that. Apple. Now, let me just connect a few dots. 2021, Apple announced we are going to work with Congress and the public, and we are going to help parents and kids be safe, and we are going to hire more people in our safety council and scan for these images, okay? And we are going to help all of you stay safe. Everybody was applauding. Everybody was cheering Steve. I remember being very cautious, thinking, hmm, this seems a little easy. They're willing to take down these images that make them untold amounts of money. And, you know, sure enough, a few months later, it just disappeared. At the same time, Apple announced, oh, we are going to do this deal with the NFL, $250 million, a five-year deal, $50 million. Now, I'm just connecting dots in my research. $50 million per show, per NFL. We're going to sponsor the halftime show. iCloud right now contains images, photos of CSAM, this child sexual abuse material. Used to be called pornography or kitty porn. We don't use that phrase anymore. Child sexual abuse material is much more descriptive. And we never want to associate children, vulnerable minors, with pornography. They can't consent, right. so we call it CSAM right. now. Right. So I'm just saying, why is nobody, Steve... I'm talking about it. You're talking about it. TNT's talking about it. Calling out the NFL, calling out Apple. Where was Apple last week with all of this going on? And I personally, with all of this promotion of Taylor Swift, and I think it's brilliant. She has the best marketing strategy team going because she's in my face every single day and I'm not even looking for her, but it's always about Taylor Swift. What's she wearing? What's she eating? Is she at this game? Is she at the Grammys? And you know, she's got a lot of young fans, although she's 34 years old a lot of young teens, older teens, and that she's involved with the NFL teens. I'm just sort of connecting dots here a little bit, Steve. Nobody's calling out Apple. The government's not calling out Apple. Nothing from Apple. A lot of child safety organizations. Nobody's saying anything about well, why? Apple. I mean, why, 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 why the protection of Apple? I mean, it has to go beyond their involvement with the Super Bowl, no? All I can say, Steve, is what I think, and what I yeah, think no, is, no, no, no. That's what I want. It, it, I want. I want. I mean, I want I, it's a it's a powerhouse. It's a powerhouse, and there's something there. You know, Congress when they leave, they're not there forever. Both sides, they want to go on a board of a bank. They want to, you know, be part of a board of a big tech company. They want to go where the money is. So everybody, including Josh Hawley, Lindsey Graham, all of them can yell all they want, preach all they want, yell at Mark Zuckerberg. 
The bottom line is they go right up to the line, Steve. They don't cross it. Nobody really rocks the boat. We have six bipartisan child safety bills for over three years now waiting to go to that final vote. And nobody, Chuck Schumer, Jerry Nadler, will not put them on the schedule to go to a vote. What does that tell you? Nobody cares. It hurts me to say that. They're not going to get the job done. Well, that 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 wouldn't be uh, that that wouldn't be totally unusual. Um, again, I mean, it it's it's kind of it's kind of progressed to where we are now talking about this. When it first started, we talked about simpler issues, um, more mundane, if you will, involving social media's responsibility for various things. And now we're talking about this. And um, do you do you think that Apple has stuff on people? That face. I mean, because look, Facebook's a huge company too. People could go to work for Facebook. Yet you saw what they, you know, what they, what they, they, they humiliated Zuckerberg or tried to. So I mean, do you think Apple has, uh, has, like I said, has stuff on people, or people might think Apple has stuff on them, and that's why they're like, whoa, Steve. Every platform has everything on all of us. We can't just single out Apple. Follow the money. It's a very simple answer. I don't even like to say, but that's what it's all about. It's about what are those deals behind the scenes? It's what it's about money. It's about the iPhone itself. It's about the chip in the iPhone. It's about the watch. Think of all of that. Connect it all to China and the business we do with China. We can go there, right? With all of that, with all of the Apple's uh, iPhones and watches being made in right. China. Right. What I think is every platform has everything on everybody. Mark Zuckerberg, I don't think, I don't think he cared. He stood up. He turned around and apologized. Right. The only thing, Steve, I could think about watching that, those parents, those family members that lost children, how are we going to protect new children getting involved yeah. in all this? How are we going to intervene? How are we going to talk sensibly? We cannot depend on our Congress. We cannot no. depend on the schools to teach. Why in schools aren't we having automatically digital safety? Let's start, you know, in the first, second grade, age appropriate. Let's Are go. You, well, when, when the goal of uh, of schools is to indoctrinate and change, you know, destroy the family and get rid of the word pedophile and to assure that uh, map, minor attracted persons, maps, can have sex with minors, they're going to use, they're not going to attack the uh, the social media platforms that help accomplish that goal. So I don't think we'll, we'll ever see that. I don't know, Steve. I disagree. First of all, I want to point something out. I'm at a point, I don't care what people think in their own minds, whatever they're thinking. I don't know what you're thinking. You don't know what I I'm just, thinking. I just told you. you no, 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 no. You can think no about, for instance, children. You right. can think anything you want. It's oh, I see you, what you're saying. I see what you're saying. When yeah. you take, Steve, follow follow my thread here. When you take, yeah. when, when somebody actually then takes action, and harms a child, does something to a child, that's the part we have to be concerned about because who knows what people, some people are thinking about cannibalism, all kinds of crazy things. So we don't, we can't control thought. We can control action. And that is what concerns me. That oh no, this, absolutely. This but normalization, no, but I'm, I'm, Steve. Yeah, normalization. Well, I'm not, I'm talking about normalization. I'm talking about permission to give the go ahead to have st for, for pedophiles to be legitimized. And, and it's not me theorizing it is to an extent, but it's based on professors, quote unquote, some of whom have been fired, some of them have been reprimanded. They go on TikTok and they talk about things that they have like four of them at a time. And they talk, well, minors make decisions all the time. And let's not call them pedophiles. 
They're, they're maps, minor attractive parts. So the, the effort is there. It's not just me totally speculating. It's based on some evidence that I've seen. And I think that that combined with everything we know is being done in schools, parents being kept out of the loop by law, uh, trans, this, bathroom, sex, and the locker room. I, I just think it's all part of the goal to blur the lines, destroy what we know is decent and normal and legal, and come up with a new uh, uh, new parameters. I think you're correct on, on most of that, that assessment. But what I ask you, Steve, is we have to flip it. We have to do everything in our power to fight back. I mean, there really is power in numbers. That's oh, I agree. I agree. Yeah, while we got to fight back. No, but Steve, while everybody's fighting and focused on what's in that book, you know, that uh, John Kennedy's reading out loud in Congress, look at all these things that are slipping by us, everything going on on the border. We have 300,000 unaccompanied minors in the year 2023, 300,000. I don't care what whatever the media says, you read online, that is the number we know about. They are somewhere in this country. The important issues are not being looked at. So we have to talk about this. We have to come up with our own solutions within the community, within our own homes. We have to empower our children to come to us and talk about it. We have to empower each other. We can no longer, I'm telling you, Steve, people, it's ugly. It's dark, all of this. That's what everybody's counting on, whether it's the government, well, whether it's big tech, that will close our eyes and we won't talk about it. We must well, talk about this. Well, what does that do for Lynn's warriors and you and people uh, like you who, who follow you and have their own and that you, you work with um, in shifting maybe the focus or continuing the fight in Congress, but expanding that and realizing now that's probably a dead end. So now we have to, as you pointed out with that ch child who committed suicide that Lindsey Graham was talking about, now we have to focus on the, the relationship between the parent and the child and introduce the child and the parent to a new world and, 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 and rearrange kind of uh, taboos to uh, let a child know that, okay, it may not be great, but it's not something that, that is so bad you harm yourself. You know, how do you start that? It starts, it sounds very simple, Steve. You start with, you have to talk about it. You have to raise awareness. You have to know, what is your child doing on that phone, on that laptop, well, yeah, on yeah, that Chromebook? Yeah. And I know we have teens that kick and scream and all that, but if you buy that device, which most parents have or family members, you have a duty then to research, to understand what can happen on these platforms and to talk to the kids. Remember, we know the kids are very savvy. They're very smart. Um, but that excuse, you know, we didn't grow up with the internet. We didn't grow up with the devices. That doesn't hold anymore because we're all on the devices. The biggest fear is you've got to just talk to the kids. They're smart. You have to be reasonable. You have to know more than 200 friends. You got to know. No, that's, that's a big number, 200. You have to know. Talk to them. What apps are you on? What games are you playing? Close it down to only friends and family members. And you have to do this. This is like, you know, eating and brushing your teeth. You have to be on this every day, Steve, because things right. are changing so fast. And my biggest fear, the one thing that keeps me up at night as we're talking about all of this and we keep talking about Meta and Twitter and TikTok, AI is ready to explode upon us. And there yeah. are no safety shields around that. And all of the tech people I work with say, Lynn, we do not know, except we think it's not going to be good. So I think yeah. while this focus, you know, I really envision where all these platforms will disappear in the next few years, Steve. They'll shut them down. You know, uh, Mark Zuckerberg, he is so heavily invested right now in AI 
and changing yeah. that whole direction. He doesn't care about Facebook and WhatsApp and Instagram. That's small potatoes for him. This is AI. This is and, and Apple, Apple, control. Apple as well. Sure, Apple and, and as you know, well. That's their focus. You know, yes. Yeah, and you know what? You're, uh, in this realm, it could be devastating. But I, it certainly it could be devastating in every field, every way of our lives imaginable. And we just don't know how far it'll go. Lynn, tell people what they could do to 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 follow you to to become active. I do all the heavy lifting. Just go to lindswarriors.org. <laughs> I put out, no, I do. I put out headlines I, every day. I know. I know yeah. you do. Yeah. Uh, you can just share those headlines. You can just pick up on something and talk to your child or your grandchild. You can just read what's happening. You can get information, so much free information. What do I do if my child has an iPhone? What are the steps to put the safety feature and filter on? Oh, routers. I didn't know a router in my house. How do I control that? So many little safety tips and and things you can do again that costs no money and also sign up for the newsletter which i put out so much information that most mainstream media does not cover at all but right, you always right. do steve here on the steve malsberg show well lynn always a pleasure i look forward to the next time keep up the good work and i thank you thank you steve lynn shaw ladies and gentlemen um very very so important obviously I mean, what's what's more important than our children, <laughs> and uh, the stories are, are horror stories. Um, I do want to um, I do want to remind everybody that there are so many ways uh, that you could watch or listen to TNT. Why not Why not uh, stream us? I mean, you could stream us direct from our website on your desktop, tablet, or mobile device. Download our app from the App Store. We even have uh, streaming uh, live on X, YouTube, Rumble, Odyssey. We've got you covered. In other words, on today's news talk. TNT, and we'll come right back. One final segment left in the hour, right here on TNT. Deweaponizing weather with reality and perspective. The cyclone that's in the north of Australia is kind of unusual for an El Nino season. That's because we have not really had an El Nino season this year in Australia. The Southern Oscillation Index, the longest running measure of the ENSO, or El Nino, La Nina, has not cooperated at all. And we knew this was a problem way back in the Northern Hemisphere fall in our spring because we weren't seeing a lot of typhoons. Usually when you have a big El Nino, you have a lot of typhoons going off and we had the third lowest typhoon production on record. So something funky was going on. However, that Southern Oscillation Index is going to crash for the month of February, which means that our fall should be average in Australia. Now I'm bringing all this up because that crash in February is linked to severe cold in the United States and Europe for February into March. And we're seeing another ferocious storm attacking Norway now. A lot of heavy rain is coming into Europe over the next week. Now the two times that happened, it turned frigid in Europe. Same thing is going to happen. Mid-February to mid-March will be frigid in Europe. You see all these storms crashing into the United States? Well, guess what? It's going to turn frigid in the United States. In fact, for much of the United States, the worst of the winter is on the way. And just think, it all hinges on looking at the weather around Australia. Isn't that nice? Hands across the water. Australia, the States, and Europe. Kumbaya. This is TNT Climate and Weather Watchdog Meteorologist Joe Bastardi. 
asking you to enjoy the weather. It's the only weather you've got. I'm Belinda, and this is Willard, and we were adopted in 2021. When we first met Todd, he was singing a song, and I was like, wow, look at this kid with the biggest smile, <laughs> and he has a big heart to match. The energy you give Todd, you get it back from Todd. Yes. Todd's a joy. Yes, Todd's is. really is a great joy. I love him. <laughs> you and you. Learn about adopting a teen from foster care. You can't imagine the reward. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. You're with Steve Malzberg on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. All right, folks, welcome back. And, you know, everything is interrelated here. Uh, what we we're talking about at the border, and you heard Lynn at the end refer to the number over 350,000 um, unaccompanied minors crossing the border into this country. I mean, that's, that's mind-boggling. That's insane. Okay, what do you, what do you think? The, what's going to happen to these kids? And by the way, tomorrow, we're going to have Gordon Chang uh, talking about uh, what we heard from the director of the FBI last week, that China, in, with a date circled for 2027, three years from now, is planning to, to destroy <laughs> our way of life, destroy our civilization here in this country the United States, by attacking the grid, electric, water, uh, everything, power, every, everything. No communications, nothing we, will we have left, according to the FBI director, if they're successful. Okay. And also, we have record number of uh, Chinese coming across the border. And it seems like they're coming in a, a special cutout section <laughs> along the border. And 60 Minutes did a story on this. Uh, it's one of, the, one of the top demographics coming into this country now are Chinese immigrants. Most of them are male, reportedly. What's this about? What's this about? Everything is related. Everything is related. We are being invaded. China is our enemy. Our enemy. And, you know, they're coming across the border. Men, wonderful, keep coming in, says Joe Biden, if he could say anything at all. All right, folks, it's been a pleasure and an honor, of course. Uh, God willing, we'll do it again tomorrow. As I said, Gordon Chang will join us. Same time, same place, 9 p.m. Eastern. Tell your friends, tell your enemies, right here on TNT. TNT.